our special edition of the Game Gravy Rewind podcast. This is going to be our Kirby and the Rainbow Curse Impressions podcast. With me tonight, I got Ryan Shiflett from NintendoFever.com. What's up, everybody? And my name's Anthony, and I'm your host, like, most of the time. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and get into it. So the um, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse came out this past Friday on February 20th. 2015. It's kind of a, uh, it's kind of cool because they released it a day before the 35th anniversary of HAL Laboratory, and it's oh, just a little, cool. yeah, a little factoid for you. Um, they've been, I can't believe they've been around 35 years. That's just ridiculous. So that that puts them what 80? Yeah, 1980. Yeah. That's um, you, you know, that's that's longevity. You don't you, you don't really hear about that nowadays. But um, yeah. So it came out on the Wii U. It's not a direct sequel to. Uh, Kirby's Canvas Curse from the Nintendo DS. It's more of a spiritual successor. And um, so let's go ahead and jump into like what we think about it and and how we feel. Uh, let's start with the let's start with the graphics because I I think it has a really cool unique graphic style. So right off the bat, what do you how do you feel about the graphics, Ryan? Um, I'm actually extremely impressed. I think it's um, it's gorgeous. I mean they. I think they nailed that whole claymation um, aspect on the nose. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, I've seen one of the complaints I've seen from from one site. I'm not going to name any names. But um, they said, like, oh, they didn't use the claymation to the game. Like, they didn't in, uh, integrate it into the gameplay. And, and I don't have a problem with that. Honestly, I just think it looks good as it is, and it, it has a good aesthetic. And I don't think it really needs to, it, it, the game doesn't need it. The The whole point of the game is, is the drawing the line gameplay. So to me, like you don't need to integrate the claymation into the gameplay in order to, in order to make the game any better. Um, I, I feel like the I feel like the game like visually looks amazing. Um, they I I heard that the developer slowed it from 60 frames to 30 frames, so it had a more of a stop frame look, which it does, and I, I think it's really cool. Yeah, no, I I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, uh, and it, I I couldn't imagine it at 60 frames. I think it would look too smooth, and I don't think it would it would have that like same like Gumby look to it. No, no. I yeah no I I agree I think the if it was sixty frames it would it would look too smooth and it would definitely take away the the claymation kind of almost stop motion effect to some of the the animations. Yeah, and it's it really is gorgeous. Um, I, I catch myself peeking up at the screen every now and again because <laughs> mo- most of the game you're you're going to be looking down at the at the uh, gamepad. So the, I, I guess that could be the the minor flaw to it. it like graphically, if you're thinking about it, is like okay, it, it looks great on the gamepad, but I have to look at the gamepad because you have to see where you're drawing your lines. Yep. So it, the the player that's controlling Kirby is always kind of has their head buried into the gamepad now. It, it's not really a horrible thing because it automatically makes it off-screen play ready. I mean, there, there's no doubt you can the game be played 100% off-screen because the game's meant to be played 100% off-screen. Um, th- so that, 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 I guess that could be my, my one little gripe is I want to look at these beautiful visuals on my screen. And I, I'm kind of stuck looking down at the gamepad. And and again, I I think that's right now that would be my only issue with the game as well is because I mean it looks really nice on the gamepad, but yeah on the on the screen and you know all its HD glory it it's 
it's fantastic. And it is kind of a, a shame that, you know, we don't get to really enjoy the experience that way. But, you know, like, like you said, the, the gameplay experience is meant to be drawn on the, on the touchpad. It's, it's, you know, you creating the path through the level for yourself to collect everything. And it just wouldn't really work any well, other let's way. Just, let's just throw this out there. You cannot play this game on the PlayStation four or the Xbox one. They, no, just, they would, no way. Exact, yep. No, very, very true. It, it, it would not work. So, like, you absolutely need, this, like, a two-screen touchpad experience. Granted, I guess you could do it with the touchpad on the PS4, but it'd be awful. Like, I wouldn't even want to play it. <laughs> no. That it, touchpad's it, way too small. Like, yeah, it, it would not work. It would not be a fun experience. So, uh, okay, so we kind of went over the graphics. I, I have the same sentiments as you with the with it. It just looks gorgeous in it, with the claymation. I, I I love how it like it, it forms up and it looks like there's little fingerprints on it, just like you're actually touching the clay itself. It's everything so great about it about like the the graphics of the clay. I, I just love that. But let's go ahead and move into the gameplay. Um, so. The the gameplay is very, very similar to Canvas Curse, but I feel it's a little bit more forgiving than Canvas Curse. Did you get that feeling? Um, well, I didn't really play a whole lot of Canvas Curse. Um, I think I played the demo of it, um, and I, I honestly didn't, for whatever reason, in, enjoy Canvas Curse as much as I'm enjoying uh, Rainbow Curse. I don't know what it is with the change of the gameplay. I don't know if it's, you know, the, the speed is different. Um, but there's, I don't know. It, and, but again, it could also be the graphics. There's something that's, that's pulling me into this one more so than. I than think Canvas it's graphics. more the level design than it is the graphics. I think the, I, I think the, if I remember canvas curse now it's been, was it been 10 years since that game's been released? So it's probably been about 10 years since I've played it. Um, if I remember, the the level sets were very very basic. There was no really like pretty backgrounds to look at. It didn't really have like that much of a Kirby feel. Like it felt like Nintendo meant for the game to be something else and kind of slap Kirby on it. This game has a lot more of a Kirby like feel to it. And well, there you go. And that can easily be it. I I really think that's it. And, and now like I, I mean, it's been a while. But as far as I remember, I, I remember it being very, very bare to to the Kirby world. It wasn't as it wasn't as good as as the you know into the Kirby world that this one is. And it's it, you know in coming from Epic Yarn and going into this one, I, I just love like how they they try different things with the with the art style to bring it into it, but still it feels like Kirby. Yeah, no, I I agree. It, it definitely. Um... That that Kirby personality is is there in spades in this one so far. So now I know you you haven't gotten that far into the game, so you probably haven't gotten to the tank or the submarine level, correct? I have not. Okay, so I'm currently dealing with all the really cool like waterfall physics, though. Yeah. So okay. So like one of the things, the gameplay wise, that it does that Nintendo games always do is it doesn't give you a hand a hand holding experience, but what it does is it introduces you to an into a new element where you can't really get hurt by it, but then later on, it uses that element in a difficulty where it, if you don't if you don't use what you've learned in the beginning of the level, it'll kill you. So, and Nintendo's one of the best companies at doing this. Um, oh yeah. So, 
so what you're mm-hmm. talking about is like you'll need to you'll need to block the waterfalls with your with your rainbow string that you draw, and then then Kirby can go underneath it. So there'll be other stuff later on, like there's uh, like light, like lasers that you have to block, and and it, and it'll teach you like all this, and, and you kind of learn this as you go through. So, um, but. I'm going to get back to the submarine and the um, tank I was talking about. So Kirby has a few transformations. He doesn't really wear a hat unless you have the amiibos that you um, hook up to it, which most people probably will only have the Kirby amiibo at the time being because the other ones seem like they're really hard to get. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If if they're even available, like Meta Knight's one of them, and he's pretty much nowhere to be found. Yeah. But, um... So, so the first one you come across where you have a transformation, I want to say it's level two, three, uh, I, I think, um, but it's you get the tank transformation, and the tank's really cool. Um, I, I, I like the tank a little bit better than the submarine. I'll go into that in a second. But the tank is, what you'll do is you'll click to go forward with the tank, but you can click anywhere in the screen, and that's where he'll shoot the um, the cannon from the tank. So it it becomes more of um, I'm trying to remember the DS game where where you had to like where you had to like click on the things on the screen to shoot it. Was it a Mario mini game from Mario 64 maybe? Um. Where you like blast in like the the balloons? Oh, I know. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Um, and I I can't think of. I can't think of what min. It was a mini game on one of the collections, mm-hmm. but uh, but um. So basically, you can you can shoot the enemies down. You'll be able to shoot different. Um, you'll be able to shoot different like walls and, and sand down. And so it 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 becomes more of an element of it's it's on rails at that point, and then you're shooting. So it's kind of a it's kind of a cool, unique twist to the to the gameplay where the rest of the game you're kind of controlling Kirby with a um, with your stylus creating the different rainbow. Uh, Rainbow Roads, I guess you want to call them. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so so it's a little bit different. Then when you get to the submarine level, that one you place a flag in the water, and the submarine goes there, but it's always constantly shooting the torpedoes in three three bursts. So it's like, you know, it's like pew, 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 and then waits a little second, and then another pew, pew, pew. (laughs) So, um, but, but like that one, you're just kind of like placing the submarine on on a on like a on a flag system and then if you want to make the torpedoes move you use your drawing to it it'll hit that and then it'll turn it depending on how like the how you make the loop so if you want to if you want to shoot behind you you make like a like a u-turn loop for the torpedoes so it's kind of cool also movement it's is like point and click based almost and then you're well like you said firing is is automatic but you choose the direction by the 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 drawing on the screen that you make. Yep, exactly. So so that one's a little a little tougher to control. Whereas like because you you have you're controlling where you're going and then you're controlling on how you want the bullets to be shot. So that that one's a little different in that aspect. Whereas the tank you're more just shooting it and it kind of like goes on it goes on its own. You don't you're not really having to worry about it. I mean you can draw and like move it to different levels, but it's it's pretty it's pretty basic. There's no real no real like um danger to get into with the tank you i mean just the enemies that are coming to you because there's there's flocks of enemies that's there's no doubt there's sometimes i think you're shooting down like 20 enemies so yeah yeah they they come at you when you're in the tank so that's kind of cool um so uh what what else can you uh 
take away from the gameplay so far that you've um I think it's it's well talking about earlier it's definitely classic Nintendo the the difficulties there um kind of with the the collecting of of the stars and and some of the puzzle pieces and stuff to where you know you're probably not going to be able to get some of that stuff right away or as smoothly as you'd like until you get a little bit further down in the game um and you know also where we were talking about the the graphics like off-screen play versus what is on the tv it definitely i think would also make for a pretty easily like watchable experience for somebody that doesn't normally play games a significant other you know brother sister you know son daughter i think could easily sit in front of the the TV and enjoy it just as much as the person playing it because of that claymation aesthetic. Yeah. I, th- I think it might be a game that would be, even if it does have a multiplayer, we'll get into that in a moment. Um, but I think that it's a game that could easily be three people sitting around watching it and, and just passing the controller around. And, mm-hmm. and I think, I think everyone would have a good time with it still. Yep. I agree. But um, the other thing I'll, I'll mention about the gameplay is the, the stars that you're collecting, because I, I know you said that um, when you get to 100, you kind of do a special move where you'll, you'll shoot Kirby, and Kirby kind of grows a little bit and then shoots bigger. Um, it, it does. The submarine and the tank also have special moves. You'll shoot like a bigger bullet or a bigger torpedo in the submarine. So um, that's the point of collecting that. There's food scattered out around the game to get your health back. Uh, you'll find a bunch of one-ups that are hidden around. Um, what what else kind of what other things do they have? I know there's food there to, for health. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, one ups, the paint canisters. And, and the paint canisters will fill, and that'll fill up your, or clay, your I guess. Y- yeah, that'll fill up your paint clay like all the way. Um, the only the only really other way to fill it is like if you're in the air, it fills super slow, but if you're on the ground, it fills real fast. So um, that that'll kind of Later on, when you get to around the fourth world, you'll start being in areas where you're in the clouds, so there it becomes almost a necessity to get the paint cans, um, or or you're gonna go fall into your death. So it, it's you know they uh, honestly one of the reasons I like Canvas Curse and I like this game so much is because it with the with the Kirby series it seems like Hal and Nintendo like never really had a good difficulty in them. Um, I always felt like they were too easy. These games aren't these games are kind of like perfect for for like i i would say your average gamer up i would say like these games w- would be pretty difficult for a casual gamer oh yes very much so but but i would say average gaming and up i, I would say you, you'll be okay you'll be able to beat the game as an average gamer you'll be able to 100 percent the game as a experienced gamer um it, let's get into we'll, we'll get into multiplayer real quick then we'll talk about the collectibles and then we'll kind of like wrap it up a little bit but um, so the multiplayer is uh, it, it's kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a, asymmetrical. You, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Asymmetrical. <laughs> um, whereas the um, Kirby would the the person controlling Kirby obviously is going to have the gamepad, but then you could have up to three people playing as Waddle Dees, and they'll all be on the screen. 
Um, so what Waddle D can do is if he's holding Kirby, he walks faster, but he don't always have to hold Kirby, but then he'll walk a little slower. But what he does is he has a spear, so he'll be able to take out enemies. He can collect stuff for Kirby as well, so he can collect the pink canisters, he can collect the stars. So it, it definitely makes the game a lot easier. Um, I was talking to Ryan a little bit before the podcast, and, and what I this is what I would recommend. It is a very cool mode. It makes the game a lot easier. So what I would do is play through it by myself. It's a it's a good it's a very good single player game. It's a very good multiplayer game. But I would play the first run through it um, by myself and then go back and get all the collectibles because I want to almost I, I'd almost say 99% of the people out there aren't going to get every collectible the first time through the game. Oh yeah, no, I I agree. Well, just because of the way the level design is too. Like there's you know, branching paths, whether it scrolls left or right or something hidden that's a little bit high out of sight and you don't know it until you draw the the rainbow in the right direction and, it, you know, yeah, no. First playthrough, 100%? Probably not. Yeah, well, I, I didn't even realize until the second or third level that when you end the level that you need to get the pages. Oh, the, the secret diary? Yeah, like I didn't even realize that until like the third level. I was like, I, I and I got it, and I was like, oh, I'm like, what's this? And then it was like popped up the secret diary. I was like, oh, I'm like, now I need to go back and beat the levels again, yep. so so I can get the secret diary in each level. And then there's five treasure chests in each level, and I don't know if you get anything special for getting gold. Um, I'm not sure, but I mean, it's the I'm sure that it'll do something later because of the fact that it's keeping track of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, before we talk about the collectibles, there's one other game mode in there, and that's challenge mode. Have you had a chance to jump into that yet? Um, not jump into it, but though I have unlocked it. Okay, so basically the challenge mode, I don't know. I've only played the first four challenges. I don't know if it changes it up, but the first four challenges is you have to clear four rooms in a minute, but each each room you have basically 15 seconds to clear. Um and then you 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 get like medals based off of it. I it, I haven't unlocked any collectibles with with the medals, so I don't know if it's just for fun, or if you get anything if after you've gotten so many medals in that mode. But so you want to like you if you get you know three out of four you get a silver. If you get four out of four rooms you get a gold. So it's just like little fifteen second levels. So it's it's that, that's kind of fun. It's like it'll give you something to do after you've beat the game it'll let you go back in there and it seemed like there's a lot i want to say there's like four or five pages of them so Oof. yeah there's there's definitely the content there <laughs> more content on another 40 dollar nintendo game yeah than a 60 dollar sony game yeah um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm not going to point any names about ready at dawn studios last game right what oh <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's not what the doctor ordered for the PS4. No, it's not. <laughs> so, um, so besides the challenges and all the story mode levels, there's also um, a collectible section of music, secret diaries, which we were just talking about, and also figurines. Um, each level has has the five treasure chests that you can find in them, and I I want to say three of them are figurines and two are music, but it might vary. So far, that's that's what I've seen with when I've gotten five treasure chests. Is yeah, it tends to be three figures, and then I think it's it's music, 
Yeah, two music. Yeah, I think that's I think that's how how it goes. I think it's three figurines and two music, and the figurines are awesome. Like, mm-hmm. it think think Smash Brothers, but with the clay figures, and it really and you you can go around like the three D clay models, and it's just so cool. I I I don't know. I just and they have like neat little stories too. So like they're definitely worth a little read for each character. Yeah, and well, and there's another. It gives another good reason to look up on your uh, nice HD TV and really see the detail that's in the characters and and you know just the the love and care in the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm really enjoying this game so far. Uh, I think. I, I can't give it a score right now. I don't. I, I don't think it would be fair. But I'm gonna finish it. I'm pretty far in it right now. I think I'm. I'm probably fifty percent done with it. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm, I've. I've definitely been putting time into it. So <laughs> there's no doubt about that. But um, yeah, that's that's taken up my. Basically, I played it last night and today. So uh, I played a little Monster Hunter as well. But I'm. Tr- I'm trying. I'm trying. I know I was bashing, but I'm trying. That's, um, that's okay. Well, you know, like I said, it, it's much more fun online with with friends and, and whatnot and the single player. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get into it. It's still, it's still very clunky, but I'm, I'm getting a little bit used to it. Uh, I need to switch out my weapon and try some different weapons, but, oh, okay. but yeah. So what, what's your, what's your overall take on Kirby? Um, my, so far my overall take, um, is it's, I guess it's, it's better than I expected. And right now, kind of as as good as I hoped it would be, um, you know, the I probably honestly would have skipped it if it wasn't for um, the claymation uh, graphics and aesthetics of it. Um, but that just kind of had me intrigued, and it looked really looked really good. Um, gave it a try, and so far, I'm really enjoying the little bit that I've played, and will definitely be putting more time into it probably you know later on tonight and throughout the weekend yeah um i i would i would agree i think it was kind of you know the thing is is in no like i already beat captain toad in november with smash brothers so i've been kind of like just like foaming at the mouth for a new nintendo game so you know i i cranked through captain toad and you know here i was so i did the 40 dollar price tag help i would say yeah Oh I, yeah, I, most definitely. I, I probably wouldn't have picked it up at sixty. Um, fifty, it would have been a harder sell, but forty. I mean, and then I have the the Best Buy Gamers Club unlock, so I got twenty percent off of that. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so it cost me thirty-two dollars. So, um, you know, for thirty-two dollars, like I, I definitely, it's, I, I mean, I can, I could definitely recommend it. I'm not going to give a score. I'm not going to, um. You, you'll have to go to Game Gravy and read my review when I when I get it posted to see what what my score is. Uh, I, I don't feel like I'd be giving it justice because I haven't played through all of it yet. But I, I would definitely say if you're a Nintendo fan or a Wii U owner and you want something unique, you want something to be able to to play, show off to your friends. Uh, you know, a new art style that's pretty cool. It looks really good in HD. Uh, even the gameplay is really good, and if it, it's a good couch co-op so far from what I've played. I've only played two levels with the with the co-op on, but it, it, it was fun. Um, again, I'd probably recommend going through single player first. Uh, just I feel like it might be a little cheating. I, I, I don't know. I guess it's not cheating because it's there, but I, I just feel like it makes it easier. 
So it's it's like toning the difficulty down. But I, I I would definitely highly recommend the game. Oh yeah, so far I would too. I mean, if you're you're a Wii, exactly Wii owner, Nintendo fan, Kirby fan, um, you know, or if you're just looking for for something just kind of fun to sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself, even for you know probably fifteen twenty minutes at a, at a time, it's definitely an easy pick up and play type title too. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is like, it, just if you want to play something that's different, because it's yeah. it, it's really different than other stuff that's on the market. So, and, it, it, and it's it's a game unique to Wii U. You wouldn't be able to play this game the way that you play it on any other system, except for maybe the DS. But yeah, the 3DS would would play it, but it wouldn't look as good. No, oh no. <laughs> and and that's. You know that's that's the thing, and and could I see it on the 3DS? Sure, I could also see Captain Toad on the 3DS. But you know what? I I think Nintendo's building us more towards a one-system future, anyways. But that's another topic, another time, um, where they don't have to spread their teams so thin. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, so am I. So I mean, think about it. This month alone, we would have had. Majora's Mask, Monster Hunter, and Kirby all in the same system if both systems were the same. So, I mean, that's the, I, I, I really hope it's a one-system future where I can have a portable system that I can plug into my TV and then hook up, you know, external controllers to that system. That would be awesome. That's kind of what I hope is the is the future I, for them. And I think that is the direction that they they are going. That's just my personal take on the, the situation and that's kind of how it's it's feeling it's going to with with titles like this and them you know combining their 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 hardware teams so that they're able to work closer together and have a unified structure yeah and, and not only that but that's to me like at that point the third parties have to come back because then you're going to have such a huge market between because the DS sells ridiculous, and then if you added that into the Wii owners, and and I just think that's something that people would would like. I personally, if I could take my PS4 on the go, I probably would. I mean, <laughs> like so, or if I could take my Wii U on the go, I would. So yep. like this, so uh, like what you know, would I do? I like having a Wii U and a 3DS. If I could just have one system, I'd rather just have one system personally. Mm-hmm. Take it when you want it. Play it on your TV when you want to. Exactly. So, I, I, there's. I mean, it, it seems like it seems like that's going to be the future. I think for all consoles, at some point. But Nintendo's will probably since Nintendo's so dominant in the handheld, it looks like they'll probably be the forerunner of that. Yep. But Maybe. so but before we go, I, I kind of wanted to throw in another another little title came out for the 3DS, and I kind of want to give my impressions on it. I know Ryan hasn't played it yet, but um, so po- Pokemon Shuffle came out this week. I think it came out on Wednesday, which is kind of weird, but um it's it's Nintendo's free to and like it's kind of like I guess it's to say it's their mobile game. It's their first mobile game. And um it's only for the 3DS. I I think it I could have definitely seen it on Android and in the iPhone, but I think that's opening a can of worms that Nintendo doesn't want to, especially <laughs> if it's successful because then you're you, then your investors are going to be like, "Well, make another." 
make another, put Mario on there. And I, I just think Nintendo doesn't want to open that can of worms. I, I'm hope, I'm thinking they're hoping that this can make as much money as those games so they can go to their investors, see, we don't need to go to smartphones. And I think that's the end goal with this. Is they oh, okay. Make, I, I think they wanted to make something of an experience that's similar to like a Candy Crush. But they wanted to they wanted to put their own twist on it, which they did. And the game's great. I, I'm I'm addicted to it. I think it's great. I, I I can't wait for you to download and play and, and talk about it. It's just it's a really good game. It it plays like Candy Crush in the fact that you're moving around the Pokemon on the screen. You know that takes place as a candy. It even has like some similar things where it'll it'll put like bricks in there where you gotta like you know make a match next to them to break them. So if you've ever played Candy Crush, it's very similar. Um, but it has it still maintains its pokemon elements. So when you go into a battle, you pick your pokemon, your supporting pokemon, you throw them out there and that's what's on the board and then you're fighting another pokemon. So depending on what you throw out into battle, it could be super effective or it could be not not as effective, just like if you're playing a pokemon game. Um then after the battle, you go into you try to capture the pokemon. Um and it gives you like a percentage and it's all depending on how many hits it took you for, to um to beat the to beat them in the match. So if it only took you one move, you you have a higher chance of capturing them. You could also spend coins, which you can earn in the game, on getting like a uh, what is it a mega ball? Is that what it's called? Oh yeah, or the so, power. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so you, and then and then that basically almost gives you a hundred percent chance to to capture it. Um, oh, nice. And you could buy the coins with real money. You can buy jewels, which will give you the ability to play more games and stuff like that with real money. So it, it has a it has like a smartphone app feel. There's in-game purchases like a smartphone app, but you can play the game completely for free, and you don't have to ever do that. You start out with five hearts. Each game costs you a heart, and then it refreshes every thirty minutes. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, and it, and, it, and it, it, each heart refreshes every thirty minutes, so it'd be like two and a half hours to refresh your five hearts instead of five days. <laughs> yeah, instead of five days. So, but but it's I mean it's it's cool. It's it, it's really it's really well done. I'm surprised how how like forward the technology is on the 3ds because it actually has the counter going down. While you're waiting for the next one to come up, I, I mean, you can and it's like you're right in the store to purchase stuff. So, um, it, it's weird. It's like, I don't know. I, I played some of Rusty's Real Deal Baseball, and it, it felt like the store was a little clunky in that. It feels mm-hmm. like it, this one's pretty integrated into the store. Okay. Yeah, no, I played Rusty's and I enjoyed it too. But again, like, yeah, it definitely felt a little bit on the the clunky end of things. Yeah, I, I wasn't like, and I felt like you like, even though they gave you like little demo levels, I felt like it wasn't really a full. I I don't know. It's like this feels still like a full game that you're just limited by time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Whereas like Rusty's felt like demos, and unless you bought it, you didn't get like a full game. True. Well, and I think, and for me, like the biggest problem with Rusty's was it felt like a bunch of little demos, and there was no real baseball. Yeah, exactly, and I, I agree with that. I like the character though. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and, I love and the gameplay. I mean, give me Nintendo, please give me a baseball game that plays like all the little mini games in Rusty's, and I would be a very happy camper. Exactly, but you know, Nintendo has no new IPs, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but my first impressions of uh, Pokemon Shuffle, I, I like it. So it's it, it's good. I, I I'm I'm looking forward to you playing it. And uh, if you if you do get it, make sure you check in each day. You get 500 coins 
for checking in okay. each day. Um, it, uh, it's a check-in Nintendo. Option. Play our oh, game yeah. daily. <laughs> Another yeah, Commodore it, Life Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> you don't play exactly. it for a while to me, I'll let you. <laughs> exactly. And then they, they even have, like, exclusive stuff. Like, right now, for, like, the first two weeks, if you can beat Mew and catch him, you get Mew. So uh, that's, they even have, like, little exclusive stuff like that, which is so cool to me. That's funny, because on your recommendation, I am currently downloading Pokemon Shuffle and actually seeing the, the, the new uh, download screen animation on the new 3DS. Oh, there you go. So, Oh, you got a new one? I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> yep. I did. It was It was lots of saving and heartache and pain in, in other areas, but that's okay. It was worth it. Yeah, I'm going to have to get one eventually. But um, So let's go ahead and end it there, and uh, we will be back um, next week with episode 26 of the Game Gravy Rewind podcast. And I think our next special one for Nintendo is going to be the Mario Party podcast, because I am not going to get codenamed Steam at launch. So I will not be doing hosting a impressions podcast of that, but I will be hosting an impressions podcast of Mario Party 10. Will you be purchasing that day one? Um, I will be. Um, okay, so yeah. I will expect to see you that Saturday or Sunday night then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll record that. Okay, very cool. Um, yeah. Until then, uh, I'm Anthony. I'm Brian. All right, peace. <laughs>